I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. In 2017, Life as We Knew It came to a screeching halt when production on Sex and the City 3, the movie, was unceremoniously and abruptly shut down. Three years later, it was announced in 2020 that a Sex and the City reboot was in the works. However, the reboot is not actually a third movie, and thus, my journey continues. On this podcast, I will be doing what many believe to be the undoable. I will be saving Sex and the City free. Hi, everyone, and uh, welcome back to another episode of Saving Sex in the City 3, the podcast that never gave up hope on a Sex in the City reboot. And now here we are. And this week's guest, you might know him from Heather's. You might know him from his hilarious impressions of Chloe Sevigny. And you can currently catch him on the most recent season of Search Party. It's actor and writer drew drogi hi laura how are you hi i'm good how are you i'm good i'm great thanks i'm so excited to have you on this podcast i can't wait to do this it's i mean i have no idea where we're gonna go but i'm so excited to do this too (laughs) me neither it's an adventure every time and i wanted to ask you because when we were talking about the pod, you mentioned that you're not very well versed in the universe of sex in the city. No, I'm really not. I I mean, I I know it just because I just from around. I I honestly think it stems from when it came out. Like I to this day, I don't have a TV. Like I watch everything on my laptop. I'm I'm such a millennial. I'm such a baby. No, I just I haven't had. I I don't know. And and so I. When it was on HBO, I just, I missed, I missed everything that was on TV at the time. Like, I, I saw every wow. movie. And it makes mm-hmm. no sense because, like, it's stupid for me as an actor who I usually, when I get to, it's usually TV that I work in. I don't usually get to be in movies. and so But I'm always watching movies and not seeing TV shows that I should be watching for my enjoyment and for my job. And I just don't. So I missed it. And then I, I've seen, I've, I've seen a couple episodes of it here and there, obviously. And I know it, you know. Yeah. And um, and then I've only seen the film. I've only seen part two of the movie. I haven't. That's seen, all you yeah. need. <laughs> oh, it's incredible! From yeah. Liza Minnelli to the Camel to I mean, Lawrence of Mylabia to I mean, all of it is just it so has it special. all. It hits every so quadrant. <laughs> yeah, I'm always a little bit shocked to learn when that a gay man has no like I know has not even any knowledge but not like ex- encyclopedic knowledge of sex in the city I just, but I think it brings a really fresh perspective oh well thanks and I hope we so need voices like yours in this in this fight for <laughs> sex in the city. yeah I mean I definitely I mean I, I definitely don't like dislike it or didn't I didn't avoid it or anything I just it was just one of those things that it just didn't you know, um, like now, if it was on, like with everything on digital, I mean, I watch HBO Max all the time and I'm sure I would get into it. Maybe I will after this. Maybe I'll just start from 
episode one and get into it. But um, well, now the e- the playing field's even because the reboot will be on HBO Max, and yes. then you're in a show on HBO Max. So it's like <laughs> you're all just family we're all now. just on HBO Max all the time. It just doesn't <laughs> matter. It's everything. We don't have a choice. Um. Okay. So for anyone that's just new tuning in. The podcast goes like this. I bring a guest on. I tell them to give me log lines for each of the four girls. Explain their vision to me, if you will. And then we go back to the beginning and we build the movie. Or now I've opened. They can do series. They can do a a single show. Whatever they want. And then we build it together. So with that, I'm going to hand it off to you and let you just reveal your truths to me and the readers. So I was thinking like, what if they just, they, they splintered off into like their own sort of worlds. And then it's sort of their lives mirrored different threequels, like other, other threequels that are like, what do you, what do you call a part three? Um, so I was I like a threequel. a threequel. So I was like, what if, um, what if Carrie just like, she, she's really, she, she goes to bed and she wakes up in, um, like Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3. Like she wakes up in like a, which I don't know if you've seen it, but it's Patricia Arquette and a bunch of teenagers and they all have special powers. So we don't need to know about that m- the other movie, but like she just wakes up in, okay. an, in, a, <laughs> in an asylum and she has special powers. I love. Okay, yes. That's very Carrie. And uh, yes, like, and it's like she can like outsmoke, you know, and like out type and she's got like all, you know, and uh, and she's... Can, an outwonder. Yeah, outwonder, exactly. She's an overachiever. <laughs> She's the kind of, you know, she wins the, um, mm-hmm. the, the teen, um, the teen dream asylum. And then Miranda, uh, in the world of Jaws 3, Miranda gets a job at SeaWorld. And then she starts dating Bess Armstrong and they have Shamu as a pet. So that's Love. sort of where I'm thinking in the world of Miranda. And then Charlotte. Um, somehow gets into a car with Marty McFly and she goes to Back to the Future Part 3. So she's in the Wild West <laughs> and she's like gets a bunch of rare diseases and uh-huh. that she overcomes, but she can't wait to Love. talk about them because she's so, so plucky uh, and, uh, and just, uh, you know. And then Samantha, since it's a whole new character now, it's like a whole new actress. I, I just said, what is Samantha is June Squibb? And she moves to a small, t- she doesn't, she's not in a threequel. She's just moves to a small Southern town and she starts up relationships with um, Robert Duvall, James Earl Jones and Gene Hackman. Like she balances all of them in sort of like a Southern love it. version. So Samantha, is Samantha, she's now being played by June yes. Squibb and we just replaced Samantha. Okay. With June. Yeah. Okay. I think without mentioning Samantha, it, I think just with no fanfare, it's perfect. just now it's June Squibb. Yeah. Okay, so I love this. This is genius. <laughs> I think there's something, I think something like magical or mystical has to happen yes. to like throw the other ladies into these different worlds. Right. But then Samantha's just living her life and she's like kind of unbothered by the fact she's like, what they have like a falling out and then she's like, I hate them. Like, who cares about them anyways? But then the whole goal is to like, figure out how to get the gang how to get them all back together yes okay perfect yes all right so maybe maybe this opens with the girls flying back from abu dhabi (laughs) after their horrific yes as if no as if nothing's changed and it's just june squib 
<laughs> in a Samantha wig. And they just act yes. like nothing. Yes. In a gorgeous, like, blonde, yes. sleek wig. Yeah. Wearing, like, a suit, like, a power suit with, like, a pashmina in, like, in first class oh. Emirates. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. With, like, a Kira <laughs> Royale like- and just, like, ready to go. Yeah. Yeah, so it can open up, like, maybe it opens on New York, and then it's, like, the music kind of gets a little more Middle Eastern, uh, and we get to the uh, United... I like what you're doing with your UAE. hands right now, as if the plane is, like, a magic carpet. <laughs> yeah. ah. And then it sweeps up to this airplane taking off. Yes. And then we're just right back with these women. Yes. <laughs> and they're all shaken. They're oh. shaken to their core, because oh. they literally almost died. <laughs> It starts Down off it's it's really <laughs> precarious, like that Denzel Washington fl- flight movie. It starts off really mm-hmm. scary. Um, yeah, yeah, there's trouble even just getting, like, maybe as they're taking off, like, there's the plane <laughs> shaking and things are just, like, it's all bad. And you see, like, Charlotte, like, a, Carrie's, like, Cosmo is spilling yes, over. Yes. And they're like, haven't we been through enough? <laughs> and <laughs> And, like, Charlotte's, like, I don't even think I packed like my, I don't even think my toiletries like made it onto the flight. And Miranda's like, okay. Yeah, I was going to say Miranda's like taking over. The flight attendants aren't doing enough. So she's taking over. She gets on the speaker. She's, she gives everyone like very calm, like life lessons. Yeah. She's like, everyone put your seat belts on and tray tables fastened, please. And then Samantha pops up, but it's June squid. <laughs> And she's like, ladies, can we all just take a chill pill? Does anyone want a Xanax? <laughs> and, and the, the whole plane raises their hands. And everyone, and everyone just finds her delightful. So she hands out pills. So she's handing out Xanax to everyone on the plane. Yeah, she's putting them. She's like, open wide. And then like putting one on everyone's tongue. And they, she's a huge hit. And people are like, God, I love this woman. <laughs> And I think it's really pissing Carrie and the girls off because right. in their minds, Samantha was the reason that their whole trip got fucked up. Right, exactly. And resentment is just brewing. And I think it boils over in the first class <laughs> cabin and they all get in like a huge fight. <laughs> so while the plane is just falling out of the sky, there's a huge fight among the four of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Samantha comes back after dosing everyone. <laughs> so the whole rest <laughs> of the plane is like they are all they all sleep. Yeah, they <laughs> they all go to sleep. And then Samantha comes back and she's like, "Well, you're welcome. Problem solved." <laughs> and they're like, "No, little do you know, we're in a fight." <laughs> yeah, they're like, "Actually, fuck you." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like how dear like. This whole trip was supposed to be amazing. Right. And, like, you had to go fuck that guy or, like, feel up his dick and, like, get us kicked out. Your condoms went all over the place. Like, we literally had to walk in burkas. Like, they're still actually maybe in the burkas that they, like, crept out. Oh, yes. They're in full, horrible, like, Lawrence of Arabia costumes that look very new and have no, like, dirt on them at all. They're, and they're kind of in pastels. They're, like, gorgeously made. Uh, very movie, very like, uh, um, you know, 1950s Aladdin costumes. Yes. 
And, um, and I think all the information, anytime it gets really graphic, like you felt up men's dicks, I think that it's, the camera's only on Squibb's face hearing this, hearing yeah. these things. Because I just want to see mm-hmm. her, re- her reactions <laughs> to being She's accused like, of these things. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, of- and each woman, each woman comes for her and just oh. reads her like a cheap novel. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, like, she's like, how? Why am I to blame? I brought you. This was my trip. You wouldn't have even come on it if it were not for me. So actually, you're welcome to be invited on this beautiful vacation. And, um, yeah, and then uh, Miranda's just like, you know what? I've I've had enough. This is this is disgusting, and so she she grabs she grabs a, a, a parachute that's in first class and just and jumps off the plane. She unlocks the door. Yes. She goes, "Oh, I she, she I've been working with my therapist on no longer engaging in toxic situations, <laughs> and now I'm out." And then. Leave and just she leaves. She's gone. Yeah, and she's gone. And then the plane things really take a turn for the worse because the plane is now like completely destabilized from her opening this door. And I think like basically like the plane, the plane crashes mm. in the middle of the ocean, mm-hmm. and it's a, that's like a big, a high budget, a set piece, if you will. It's very like Mission Impossible. Oh, absolutely. And yes. I think in the crash, maybe that's when Miranda, Charlotte, and Carrie get transported. Yes. Okay. Okay. Now then that's, I think that's really good. And I think there and, should be like a really, like a, just a gorgeous like landing. Like it's so precarious and then it lands and it's like golden water and you have like the, the ramp and it's just like beautiful. And all the rest of the passengers are, they're all so strung out on Xanax. They have no mm-hmm. idea what's happening. So they're just kind of swimming out. But yes, these the four of them get separated somehow. The four of them get separated. Samantha slash June, she's fine. She puts her little like floaty on and then is like floating out and collecting mm. people and getting them on the life rafts and like helping to direct like rescuers <laughs> to the plane. This is so and physical for June Squibb. I can't wait. <laughs> so let's get a big requirement for her. She's going to have a hardcore workout regimen yes. in like the six months leading up to filming. Oh, just absolutely. to get her in shape. <laughs> <laughs> and so everyone's rescued and every there's everyone survives mm. except for three women that cannot be located. Mm, right. And I think Samantha is so devastated from losing her friends that she then decides to give up city life yes. altogether. Like you see her, maybe they have a funeral <laughs> there. I think there would be <laughs> three per a funeral for a group funeral. A group funeral. Yeah. yeah for Carrie, Samantha and Charlotte or Carrie, Miranda and Charlotte. Mm-hmm. That wait, so Samantha throws the funeral, or she's just like she's like I'm out of there. I'm not even gonna. I think she throws. I think she throws the funeral. Like we see her trying to get back into city life, uh-huh. but and she's throwing this funeral, and, and it would be a good chance to like reconnect with other characters that were on the show and kind of check in with them and right. have this mourning period. And yeah. Samantha can't. She can't bounce back. No, I mean she maybe looks across the funeral and sees all these characters, and she's like. I've slept with all of these people um, and I, I've, I've slept with New York like and I don't have anything left. So I need I need the simple life. And um, yeah. And so she just she goes to the you know, she she goes on um, 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she gets on like match.com okay, or okay. something or a dating uh-huh. site and just starts chatting with people. Uh, or she gets into, she goes into like, um, grieving chat rooms oh, yes and yes. maybe that's how she starts talking yes, to these men exactly. and i think we trick the audience like i think we lead the audience to believe that all the the three women are dead. oh and i love and that so I up love to that. this <laughs> point <laughs> so at this point sex in the city three like 10 minutes in is just june squib yeah it's <laughs> only june and just when the audience is about to lose hope i think <laughs> then you cut to Carrie being like, <gasps> like waking oh, up. Oh yeah. And she's in. Is she in like the? She's in a mental asylum. Yeah, I think she's in a mental. Yes, and she's a teenager. Like, and she's you know, okay. Wow. And she's, yes. Um, you know, and you know, the, Sarah Jessica Parker can pull that off beautifully. She always acts like I'm a baby. So she's like, they don't. Tr- the end. They also <laughs> like. She's had a tough life. Like teenagers at this point are like they've been through a lot. So like no one questions mm-hmm. that she's a she's a teen with all these other people. And so then she finds out that she's in a place where people who have nightmares and a lot of the other people in there are like having other, like, so she thinks the whole thing's a a dream, but it's not. Yeah. So she's, and she's in like, she doesn't yet know exactly like where in the world she is, but she's like chained or like strapped to a bed. Right. Like hands and feet or whatever like how you would be in if you're deeply institutionalized (laughs) deeply (laughs) yes and then someone comes in and like it's like trying to sedate her and she's just like you know no 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 no. please you know and then um and then um she's a gorgeous uh hotel like i mean uh, not hotel room but gorgeous um (laughs) you know um hospital room okay yeah it's like glamorous does she have a roommate does she have a roommate Maybe, maybe at first we see her and we kind of see her blurrily take in her surroundings and she's mm-hmm. in like a hospital gown and she takes notes of her restraints and then a doctor or nurse comes in and they're like, Miss Bradshaw, like, it's time to go back to sleep. And she's like, no, 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 no. And then it kind of fades out. Oh, uh-huh. And then you see Charlotte <laughs> come alive. Yes. Yes. And is she just on a street corner? Yes. Yeah. I think she can be... Um, uh... Yeah, how did she get there? She's like, maybe she's, you know, she got on one of the rafts. Maybe she washes up in New York. Okay. Like, she kind of, she ended up on, like, a piece of flotsam or something. Uh-huh. And then made it all across the Atlantic and then got back to she's New back York. She's back to New somehow. York. But it she... is, like, four weeks later. Yes. It took a long and time. Like... <laughs> so she looks really crazy. <laughs> she's very tan <laughs> from just exposure. <laughs> Yeah, like scary tan. Like there's something wrong with her tan. Tan mom. Tan, tan mom, mom tan. tan. <laughs> it's like not flattering. And then she can't find anyone. She doesn't have her cell phone. And she doesn't know where she is uh, or who she is. And then um, does um, um, Marty McFly come drive up? I mean, how do we get her to the Wild West? Yeah, I think that she just like... She kind of stumbles onto the shore of like the East River or right. something and is trying to get her bearings. And then Marty McFly pulls up and is like, Get in. Like, I'll take you, I'll take you where you need to go. Right. And, and she's, she's just kind of dazed. So and she's like, Where is that? And he says, 1885. And she's like, Why not? Yeah. Maybe she thinks he like that's her address. Is oh, like that's good. That's good. Up the on the Upper East Side <laughs> right, somewhere. Right, right, right. 
She's like, oh, God, I, amazing that someone sent a driver for me. <laughs> and she she has no problem that it's a DeLorean. And it, it's like, yeah. no, that she just is sort of like, oh, my driver just has that just has a 1980s cocaine car. And so she yes. gets in. <laughs> she gets in. <laughs> and then it zooms off. Yes. And then we cut to Miranda and Miranda her piece of flotsam or maybe she's been swimming like she swims to florida yeah she's been like kind of taking like a shailene woodley in that movie where she gets on a boat and has to like brutally survive all the odds yeah yes that's like how miranda approaches the situation and she'd been in the she'd been in the parachute so she got you know Mm -hmm. so she wasn't part of the main crash but it was very traumatic for her because (laughs) it's not recommended to get out of an airplane (laughs) Parachute. No, it's like very few people survive that kind of stuff. Yeah, no, <laughs> but she does. And so, yeah, so, so then she's, she yes. gets to Florida because she's just like, mm-hmm. she just swims in. <laughs> she ends up in Florida. Mm-hmm. She thinks maybe her measurements are uh, were off of like longitude oh, and latitude. Yes. <laughs> and then, yeah, so then in Florida she is. <laughs> and what if she, she just like so swims and swims and then just like somehow she... She just ends up and she's in one of the pools at SeaWorld. Like she's just there. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe she gets like captured in a capture of like a sea in like creature a net? or something. Oh, oh. Yeah. Like not... a net with a dolphin. Oh, that's... So this could also be a statement just about like dolphin capture. Yes, absolutely. Animal abuse. <laughs> and so I think as she's swimming, She's like surrounded by dolphins and it actually is like a beautiful moment in her survival oh, story. Oh, it's yeah. There's a whole underwater moment where they're communicating with each other and it's, it's gorgeous. <laughs> there's not a dry eye and that, that people are just like, this is so beautiful. Yeah. I think we get like a good, maybe 15 to 20 minutes on just Miranda's <laughs> like survival in the ocean. And it's like, will she or won't she? <laughs> and then at the moment that it's all crescendoing, you have this dolphin communication and you see her really like starting to thrive in nature yes. and like, she's going to make it. Yes. And that's when the nets come in oh, and yes. pull her and the dolphin. Yes. Yes. And it's, and it's really traumatic and it's like, Oh my God, haven't I been through enough? Yeah. And, um, and I think we have even like subtitles for the dolphins, like as she's learning to understand them and communicate. And then you see the dolphin be like, Oh no, like my fin. Oh, I'm so scared. And then Every one of the dolphin's lines starts with O. Oh. It's like, oh, my, oh, the water's warm. Oh, I'm, why don't you have gills like me, Miranda? Like, she teaches them her name. Um, yeah. Yeah, and so then Miranda's like, oh, stay calm. Like, that, it's just part of dolphin language is like the O at the beginning. Right. And Miranda's being like... <laughs> back to the dolphins and it means oh stay calm like don't flop around right and like they find themselves like i guess on a boat of some sort mm. being taken into sea world mm-hmm. and i think maybe it's like sea world is doing this illegally like it's oh, a secretive yeah, like illegal that. thing yeah. so when they find that a human has also been captured with their illegal dolphin capture, then they have like they basically make Miranda like a prisoner there or whatever. <laughs> they say like you can't escape and blow the whistle right. 
on this operation. Yeah, and maybe for a minute, Miranda also loses her um, ability to uh, speak English because she's been speaking dolphin for so long that she can't mm-hmm. fight back. And she's just like, you know, just, that's all she can do. She's She's been living amongst the dolphins. Maybe the first third of the movie is Miranda just living amongst oh, the yes, dolphins. yes. And then, like, halfway through, then she's, like, captured. And she has, in fact, <laughs> forgotten the English language. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's very castaway, very topical, mm-hmm. very political, just incendiary towards uh, yeah. SeaWorld and our, you know, yes. I think that's wonderful. The, this uh, this film's release eventually gets SeaWorld shut down for good. <laughs> Absolutely. Unanimously. <laughs> Mm-hmm. There's everyone agrees. Even SeaWorld's we like, you know what? Do this we any- get it. We're terrible. You guys are right. Yeah. <laughs> you were right. We were wrong. We're sorry. We're closed. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so now the audience knows like that all the girls are alive, mm-hmm. but Samantha has no idea. And she, I think we cut back to her and she's like deeply engaging with all these men online Yes. And where do they where do they live again? Um, it's like a it's a, maybe they're in like Chinkapin, like in uh, Steel Magnolias or like one of those like small or like, uh, you know, like a small little like rural kind of southern. Yeah, town. like a small town. Yes. OK. With like a thriving retirement community. Yeah. OK. I love it. And then does do the guys know that they're all talking to the same woman? Oh, I don't think so at Samantha? first. I think it should be like sort of like she's like maybe is she you know, is she scamming them or, you know, or she, she makes them believe that she's that, yeah, they, they, you know, like the opposite of like, you know, like one of those <laughs> things where the man comes in and takes them. Like she, she's working all of them. Maybe she has different wigs that she puts on for each man. Okay. Yeah. She's like gotten into like these deep relationships, mm-hmm. like all with men that all happen to live in the same city, yes. which is a shocking twist, but <laughs> yes. she's found a really good environment with like great men and she just can't decide right. who she likes the best. Right. And, um, and we see her in different wigs, like speaking to each of them, like maybe on FaceTime or something. Oh yeah. Like that's, that. that's great. And then she just has the wigs in her car and her purse. And she just remembers like, Oh, you know, and so it's just like blonde brunette, you know, uh, Auburn, <laughs> And, uh, you know, so she, it's almost like she's kind of dressing up as her dead friends to seduce. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. So maybe she uses their names. <laughs> so she never says oh, that yeah. she's Samantha. She says that that she's that she's Charlotte, Carrie and Miranda, like to all mm-hmm. of these and men. We see her in like a curly, a wild curly hair, a short red wig or like a luscious brunette. Right. Yes. OK. Right. And then the men are falling for her. Oh, all of them. 100%. <laughs> and she has, you know, just her, like, uh, you know, her, d- d- how just, like, sexually open she is. They find that wonderful. She's got, like, you know, really witty sayings from the city that she's learned that they just find, they find <laughs> wild. And somehow none of these men have, have been to the city. Like, some, in some reality, they've never been in New York. They have no idea what it's like. So she... T- no, could, they're small town They're guys. small town and they can never leave and they have no knowledge outside their world. So she tells them... All kinds of wild stories about about New York. <laughs> and they're like, God, we would love each one is like, we'd love to come visit you sometime. And she's like, no, no, no. Like New York is over. Mm. And I would actually love to come and visit you. 
Mm. And I think that's how they each invite her to like come stay with them for a week or something like that. Yes. Or do they each propose to her on FaceTime? I think I like the idea that she's like she gets like sent down there. Like one of it or they all it's like she has to deal with like, oh boy, all three of them have invited me to the same town and now I have to pretend now I have to really, you know, okay. keep this Yes, it's keep this jig <laughs> I, going. Cause I think in the small town that they're in, there's like an annual dance or celebration. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and it's a huge deal. Huge. And- and everybody, you know, and it's, it's the people spend years like, you know, making their costumes, uh, you know, is it like, is it like a masquerade ball or something so she can have masks that she wears? Yeah, it's, a ma- it's yeah. definitely, it's like a masquerade ball, also like a square dancing oh, kind of element. So still and, like, very physical jams. for June Squibb. Yeah, very physical. <laughs> She'll also need some dancing. Oh, lots of dance numbers with each of these men. <laughs> and they each invite her. To go to be their date to this like annual celebration. Of course. And she maybe it's like a the jam and jam where you just <laughs> everyone in the town makes jam and then oh, they like that's square great. dance. That's great. And there's a masquerade element. Too. So it's just, you know, boysenberry over here, peach over there, you know, just like you know, and it's just a it's a really big deal. And there's <laughs> does she schedule like different times for each of them? Like she's like, Okay, I'll go with you from you know six o'clock to you know seven thirty. I mean I think that she just goes at the same time with all of that like she's like oh to one of them she's like I'll meet you there and then the other one she arrives with and it turns into a very Mrs. Doubtfire like she's running she's to the bathroom putting on a new constantly <laughs> and then running out yes. to talk to the other guy yes. and there's someone in the bathroom that sees her that sees her change all of these things and it's just sort of like oh, I think something's weird here yeah, we don't have many women like that I know, around. I know. Parts. She seems real, you know, she seems real <laughs> shifty. And I think that probably happens in like the third act when mm. she's like running like doing all the costume changes yes, and yes. she arrives maybe a week before the jam and jam okay, okay, and like yes, yes. gets to know all her her dates mm-hmm. and figures out like if small town living is for her yes and i think it's like if like robert duvall is like a um like a candy like he like runs a candy shop mm-hmm. and um <laughs> you know and it's just like and then um who else did i say james earl jones and um um who else did i mention oh gene hackman oh gene hackman yeah. okay yeah yeah so they're all like very all of them very active and vital so it's mm-hmm. like okay so um if like James Earl Jones is like the mayor or he like runs the Rotary Club or something. And maybe they don't like each other. Like they just, they really don't. They're all enemies. I like James Earl Jones as the mayor. And he's like very beloved by all the townspeople. And like, he's kind of going to lead the festivities of the Jam and Jam. Right. And Robert Duvall runs a candy shop and he recently lost his wife. Yes. So he is like grieving and that's kind of how he and Samantha connected. Right. And maybe the jam um, and jam is like, it's very bittersweet for Robert because like candy sales go down when the, mm-hmm. cause everyone's doing jam, they're eating jam, they're buying, you know? And so he's, his candy shop is always takes a hit during jam and jam season. Yeah. And he doesn't, he doesn't want to go 
But then, right. But, and also, maybe his wife was like she always would win the jam and jam. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and so that's another trigger point yeah, for him, yeah. where he's it's like, just, "I make candy. I don't even know how to make jam." Uh, yeah, exactly. And I don't want to <laughs> learn at this point in my life. And, um, and you know, you know, now that Clarabelle is dead, I have no like I have no connect, really no reason to be involved in it. Mm-hmm. And so maybe like they're as they're talking, that's when Samantha tells him like, you really should go. And if you want someone to go with you, like she offers up, like I'll go. And he's like, but do you make jam? <laughs> and then she, she's like, I don't make jam. I, but I make a man. I can make a man jam or something. Oh, like yeah. That. Yeah. And he, he gets him going. <laughs> he's just like, it's on. Cause he's like, yeah. that, that is a city <laughs> expression. Like I've never heard. And you are a, a woman, a classic <laughs> city expression. And you are a, <laughs> such a learned woman. I'm in. Yes. Maybe and she has to dude. make, maybe like, it's like, um, is like, uh, what's his name? The other one, like, um, Gene Hackman. Is he like live in a van and he's like maybe kind of shadier and he's like a, maybe a con artist in some way. And so, but he makes jam in his van. And so she somehow has to get jam from him. I think, yeah, I like, yeah, I like this. I like him as a con artist. Like maybe she thinks that he's really wealthy. Because yes. in his background, it's like, looks like a mansion, but yeah. it's just a zoom. It's background. a zoom. Back. He like imports. <laughs> right. And his hair is like combed and it looks like he's wearing a, a nice watch. And like, you see, I think first you, then after she, tells Robert Duvall like we're gonna go and we're gonna like change have a corrective experience in this jam and jam then she gets on with James Earl Jones and he's like you are my queen and like I would love to I would love it if you would accompany me to this and then she's like she can't say no right because he's the mayor and she's also attracted to him as well so she's like I I have to go with I have to do that too Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then she gets on with Gene who looks like this really slick guy and he's like, why don't you come and visit me? And then maybe we can go, we can take my private jet or my private RV over to this like jam jam festival. And she's like, okay. Like she's yeah, really she's like, I just, him. I had a terrible time on a plane. So I don't need, I, you don't need to get in your jet. Don't they do this for me. So I'll just, we can, we can just um, <laughs> like take a, we can take an Uber. And he's like, wow, yeah. she's so, you know, so she just, he just always talks about his wealth and then you don't ever see any evidence. Maybe of he asks her, he's like, well, I'll send a car for you or I'll, I need your ID just so mm. I can mm. give my people. So he's trying to scam her yes. right from the beginning. Yes. So she sends him a picture of her driver's license and then they hang up, like, say, I love you. And then as he hangs up, you see just his filthy trailer. Everything behind him. And he like stands mm-hmm. up. He's not wearing any pants. He's just yeah. like stained, like just mustard stains, just like, you know, um, maybe he has like a bird in the car with him or something like some weird animal. Guinea pig. Yeah. He has a parrot. Yeah. Like just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ugh. And it's sick. <laughs> and he's like constantly smoking cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> the minute the phone calls up, he lights a cigarette. And you're yeah. like, oh no. And you just see... This guy's up to no good. (laughs) And maybe he's actually trying to like, maybe he's trying to do something really bad at the jam and jam. Like he has like, he not only is trying to steal Samantha's like money, but he's also has like 
nefarious, a nefarious plot. Yeah, like if he, like, well, if he can, like, blow up the, because everyone in the town is there, then he can, like, take over the town and, like, make it, he can take over all the businesses that he wants. Yeah, he wants to be the mayor, but he thinks the only way to be the Mm. mayor is to a hostile takeover of the jam and jam. And then also to use Samantha's wealth to, like, fund this hostile takeover of this small town. And, okay, yeah. And Samantha has, like, stupidly told him about all of her wealth, all the money that she has, and it's just, like, you know, she's really open about it. She has no idea that, you know, he's, mm-hmm. that he's, because she's like, oh, we're both billionaires, and we can talk about our money freely, and then she just gives them all, the, you know. Um, <laughs> Feels so good to be able yeah. to just be transparent yes. with each other. Totally, yeah. totally. Um, so then I think we cut back to Carrie, mm. and now she's in a room, like, being questioned, like... And by scientists. Yes. And they're just asking her all about, you know, um, you know, what she sees when she dreams. And she's talking about her three friends and, the, you know, all the adventures they had in New York. And they're just like, oh, she's really, she's really troubled. Mm-hmm. But like, but she, but like all of the other kids like have like, they have special powers. Like some of them become like claymation and some of them are like. You know, so what is hers? Like, what are what are some of her powers that she can have? Um, I liked, like, your, like, she, something to do with smoking. Yes. Like, she can, maybe she just can, like, blow cigarette smoke. Like, you know how people sometimes vape with those huge things and oh, blow out, yes. like, a plume? Yes. yes, She can do that, but just with stone-cold cigarette <laughs> smoke. Out of nowhere. She just generates But it. only in her dreams. Yeah. Oh, only in her dreams. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so are they trying to show are they trying to get her to turn her dreams into reality is that like the huh I think like why are why is she her dreams are like plaguing her and it's like the other kids um yeah like they don't want to go to sleep because all their terror happens in their dreams they're trying to stay awake okay so all the kids there it's like they have special powers but only in their dreams okay i haven't seen the third installment oh it's the best one nightmare oh it's okay i got it the best i'm adding that to my list because i love the nightmare oh you do oh like the first one yeah i'm like a huge i love oh it's it's like gorgeous i love the first one too but part three is like even more fun to me it's very 80s yeah patricia arquette's first thing she ever did and it was like she's so amazing in it and it's great Okay, yeah. so it's a it's a dream center yes. for troubled youth. Yes. And all of them have special powers mm-hmm. in their dreams, mm-hmm. but they're haunted by these special powers. So these scientists are trying to get them to just like deal get yeah, over to it get mentally over their, or, you know, and to not have bad dreams cuz the cuz the kids are like dying in their dreams. Like that's how they die. Okay, you know, yeah. It's like Freddy's coming yeah, yeah, to their yeah. dream and he's killing them. But they, but in this one they fight back. So it's like she has an ability. So maybe she, she. Uh, so does she get brought into the world with like is like Freddie like chasing her at some point? Yeah, I think maybe even the first time we see Carrie, she is being chased by at post plane crash. She is being chased by <laughs> Freddy Krueger. <laughs> uh, that makes great. I she's so she's running down the hallway in that house and like the and there's just like. You know, yeah, like, or even the streets of Manhattan or like a Barney's or Saks Fifth Avenue. And she's like running through like the shoe oh, department. I love it. It's like an abandoned Barney's. And so there's just, you see yeah. all of the merchandise and there's like no one there. She's asking for help. And then you just see like, you just see like pocketbooks fly off the show. And Freddie's like, just with his claw, he's like, just like slicing up. 
and she stops mm-hmm. and she's like, oh my God, you know, those are Manolo's or oh my God, those are like whatever. And she gets to like name check certain things while she's being totally chased. but it's very scary yeah he swipes like her a top that she's wearing or something and she's like this was vintage cavalli <laughs> like <laughs> and then i think he even like scratches her and when she wakes up she the, still has the, the she still has the scratch and he yeah. he also needs some sort of wise crack as well because freddie is very like by this point he's, he's sassy. very sassy <laughs> So, you know, he, he might, you know, just be like, you know, welcome to Hope Couture, bitch, or something like that. Something very, very witty. Yes. That t- t- Ready knows fashion oh, terms, absolutely. like in and out. Yeah. <laughs> I have a subscription to Italian Vogue. Ingrid Sissy was a good friend of mine. <laughs> Perfect. So... Okay, I love it. So, yeah, that makes sense that then Carrie is, like, getting to know her other teen, like, roommates and and attendees of this institution. And I think this is great to include teens because we got to get Gen Z. Absolutely. We got to. I just don't think they care enough. No, and they need to be brought into this world. And I think it's really fun that she, you know... She can learn all about, you know, TikTok and, you know. Uh, it's all TikTokers. Addison Ray, I think she's absolutely in this movie. <laughs> I don't know who that and, like, is. All but the TikTok That sounds people. like perfect. We need her. Just trust I trust it. you. We need her. She's on. Um, she's in. There's like James Charles, I think, mm-hmm, also mm-hmm. in. Um, we really get the best of the best from TikTok and Gen Z YouTube, and they're all in this like dream institution. Oh, I love it. I love it. Dream study center. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So Carrie, she's being told she really needs to like harness her powers and her dreams or like the kid, she and the kids are just like trying to figure out like how to fight back right. against this guy. Yeah, so does she have, like, does she decide to light a cigarette right before she goes to, like, she, <laughs> she's like, because she her, her smoking. She her cigarette. that's in yeah. her dreams, she can never find a cigarette. So she, you know, mm-hmm. she, but she realizes, like, if she can get a cigarette in her dreams, she can blow smoke and kill Freddie with all that smoke. But she has to get yeah. that cigarette. So she decides to, like, as she's going to sleep, she lights, <laughs> she lights a cigarette <laughs> yeah they're like have you ever tried like and she's like okay just trust me and like lights it and then always is falling asleep with a cigarette (laughs) (laughs) and she so she yeah she 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 falls back like through the bed and then she ends up in like in a like a dream world with with her with her cigarette and it's like yeah and she's like i got it and then She's back in, like, the old decrepit, like, Barney's. Yes. And, like, creeping around, like, looking mm. for Freddy. Mm-hmm. Can the kids find each other in their dreams? Yes, yes, they can. Um, I think maybe that happens in a later one. But, yeah, they do. Yeah, they can, like, they can okay. all, they can sort of jump in. And so I think that, you know, maybe because maybe they just, they realize that um, that Carrie, of all the kids, Carrie's the one who can actually defeat Freddy like she has the gift yeah so they I think we see a lot of them like trying different tactics in the dreams and like maybe like Addison Ray or whatever at first is like maybe Carrie thinks she has no special power oh yeah at first yeah I love and that. then like 
then they're in a dream and they're like meeting up and then these tiktokers get they get killed off like one by one yeah. or maybe a couple of them are gonna have to lose their lives oh, sure in at freddie's hands yeah. and like you see carrie and the kids like meet up in the dream and addison's like i'm gonna use my special dances and does like a tiktok <laughs> dance to try yeah, and like right. fight him off but she gets slashed right totally and freddie has an then, has another dance like freddie always like mm-hmm. meets them halfway before he, he likes to play with them a little bit so he has totally. like he has an amazing tiktok dance that we get to like really enjoy before yeah. he's before he slashes her <laughs> To a very popular song, like a popular remix. Whatever song is most popular at the time is like the one that Freddie also TikTok. We'll have to wait till the very last minute to pick the song because it'll change so much. So that'll be the last decision that we make when we're, is the song. (laughs) The final day of filming (laughs) is just this TikTok scene. (laughs) Right. And so as like, as each of these, kids are being killed off and trying to find their special powers maybe carrie is still wonder like wondering what hers is like right and she does a lot of like oh i just can't think of anything and then she's always lighting a cigarette and she just doesn't she mm -hmm. doesn't draw that connection and everyone at the institution is telling her like smoking is bad for you like all these kids oh yeah the kids are all very anti-smoking the movie ends up becoming very pro-smoking it's it's very (laughs) anti-seaworld but it, but cigarettes actually save Carrie Bradshaw. So it's like, well. They save her and it's like the a total reboot of cigarettes. Yeah. Like yeah. they're back. Marlboro lights are flying <laughs> off the shelves. They make like a special edition Sex in the City 3 oh, version. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah. Pink cigarette, like 120s. Like, you know, just everybody Absolutely. wants them. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Smoking's back in a huge way. It's bigger than ever. <laughs> Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are endorsing it. It's like everyone's going, you know what? Mm-hmm. It's actually great. If it's if it's good enough for Carrie Bradshaw, it's good enough for me. Yeah, and it's good and good for you. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Healthful. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Carrie, I think she's just still kind of trying to find her power. And we see these like these like slasher deaths kind of happening. And after she loses, like maybe she gets really close to Addison and like Mm. they are becoming like really good friends. And they talk about friendship and life and like and Addison's asking her like what is your like you're from New York that's like crazy and Carrie tells her all about like her friends and it's a real moment of reckoning where Carrie's like because maybe she's like I don't miss my friends at all or like fuck them or does yeah she like yeah remember? she's like I've never had a friend like you Addison like none of my friends yeah. really understand me in the same way and she really realizes like these are these women good for me I don't know Mm-hmm. Mm. And like, do I want to like go back to them, mm-hmm. or is this my life now? Right. And 
just be institutionalized randomly forever. So does she, when does she find her power? I'm wondering if like she, does Addison give her that, like say like, look, you are a terrific smoker. You know, Mm -hmm. like maybe you should try that. Maybe, yeah. Like people don't like certain things that you do or agree with your life decisions, Mm -hmm. but maybe that is your power is that like, those are what make you powerful, but they might not be for everyone else. Oh, I love that. And then that's when they like hatch the plan. Maybe they hatch the plan together. Like Carrie's going to go to sleep with the cigarette and then Addison will meet her in the dream. And Carrie does find her power, but Addison still tragically dies. But now Carrie has has that cigarette. Yeah. And then does does she set a trap for Freddie to like, you know? um, Yeah. I think it's like, maybe she, she wakes up, but Addison's dead. So then she is very devastated and she needs to decide like if she's going to try and avenge this death and like fight for friendship Mm, mm -hmm. or if she's just gonna let it all go. Mm. And that's kind of a metaphor for like her friendship with the other women. Right. And then she realizes that the other women are really important to her and she needs to fight to get out of there and find them again because she misses them. They've been really good to her. Yeah. Maybe they say like you're, the doctor a doctor comes in and he's like you know you've been here for months now and your situation doesn't really seem to be improving so like we're gonna probably release you pretty soon she's like okay and then they on the day of her release they're like here's your belongings that were here when we like put you in this asylum right and as she's going through them, she sees a photo of her and her girlfriend. Oh, yeah. And that's when she says, I don't want to leave. I'm not ready to go. Yeah. Yet. Like, I've got to go back in there. I got business to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I think we cut to Miranda. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. Good idea. Leave us hanging. Move it to the next one. Leave yeah. <laughs> totally. We're like, Miranda. wait, what's she going to do? Great. Yeah. Who's enslaved at the world? <laughs> <laughs> Completely. <laughs> And it's like, I mean, it's, it's, it's rough. She's having to do a lot of tricks. <laughs> she is part of the dolphin she's part show. part of the show. Like she's, <laughs> yeah, she can't communicate. <laughs> and it's their new, it's their, actually their new attraction. Oh, yeah, she's on posters, whatever. And, the dolphin woman. Yeah, dolphin yeah. woman. <laughs> <laughs> and, but there's nothing like dolphin like She's just... No, she's fully human. She's fully human. She's fully a woman who just speaks in dolphin language. And then they make... They can swim. They can swim and, like, flip in the air and, like, go through, like, fiery... Or, like, hoops of fire and, you know... bounce like a volleyball (laughs) off of her head. (laughs) (laughs) And eat sardines that they throw to her. (laughs) And Cynthia Nixon's also going to have to go through quite a bit of rigorous training. training. <laughs> it's going to be really, really tough for her. And then um, does she have a little bit of Munchausen? Like she thinks she likes it. Like, does she think she's like, I'm, I'm into this. Like, this is my new life. Yes. Yeah. Her friends, she befriends, her friends are only the dolphins, yes. the fellow dolphins that exist in captivity. And like, they're always talking. And one is like very headstrong and always trying to break out. But I think, Miranda has like yeah like the Stockholm syndrome of being like oh I 
I don't know, like yeah, Stockholm scary yeah. out there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where she's just totally in love with her captor, and you know, yes. Yeah, and the, and like maybe her dolphin friend is trying to escape all the time, or is like, and I think that this dolphin friend that's headstrong is kind of a metaphor for her friend Samantha, who's like, yes. who's very a strong woman with her own thing going on. Oh, so does she get a glimpse? Like she starts to get back into reality when maybe the dolphin looks at her a certain way. And, yeah. and like and goes and goes like, <laughs> and she's like, that reminds me of Samantha, and it slowly starts to come back to her like what her life was before. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. And like Miranda is, she starts to really decide. Yes, I want, I want to escape. Like I, I want freedom. Mm-hmm. I want to be back, and I want to just be free again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, <clears throat> meanwhile, the the crowds are loving Dolphin Woman. There's, she's a huge, is huge, huge yeah. hit. Lines are in the box. So that there's pressure on Louis Gossett and Bess Armstrong and Dennis Quaid, who are all just still there, <laughs> um, that, w- like, we have to keep her. Like, we got to keep her, like, happy, and we, but we got to keep her going because it's, like, it, she is our okay. cash cow. And they're the, like three main sea world people yes. that are like in charge of all these animals. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Love that. And then, um, but maybe she like, uh, she, you know, like this, like Bess Armstrong, take a, like, be like, I really, you know, I feel a thing. And like, maybe they have a, at no, one night she's like cleaning the tank and, uh, Miranda swims up and they have like a moment through the glass and Bess Armstrong's like, she's actually, you know, a woman. Like, I see her, like, for the first time. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. I saw the humanity oh, in her such, eyes. This is yeah. such a beautiful movie. And they're, like, touching the glass. Yes, yes. And she realized, that's how, like, then Bess Armstrong decides, like, I'm going to help I'm going to help woman. her. I have compassion for her because, you know, their hands, like, totally match each other in the glass. She's like, we're so similar. I never thought of that before. I never, never until this very moment. Yeah, never. It never would have even crossed my mind. Yes. So then there's a then there's a scene of um, Bess Armstrong teaching her English again, like reteaching her how to speak and communicate, mm-hmm. and you know, different things, and just sort of giving her like a like a sardine and being like fish, and like mm-hmm. like bringing her back to. But then, the, but it's only one scene, and then the next scene, Miranda's back. Like she yeah. got it all got it all back. It's the scene that's like submitted in like for your consideration, oh, yes. like Oscar yes. stuff, because it has notes of Miracle Worker <laughs> in it. <laughs> it's very Miracle Worker. It's beautiful, and it will it's gorgeous. It will get both of them all of the awards. Like it will just mm-hmm. sweep. Yeah, this is Cynthia Nixon's like moment after this mm-hmm. movie comes mm-hmm. out, where she. She is nominated and wins an Oscar for her role as Miranda yes. in Sex in the City 3. Yes, just unquestionably. Like, people are just like, well, we have to. It's it's so beautiful. There's no competition. And what she's it's been like, through in this movie. Yeah, and how she learned to literally communicate with dolphins for the movie is, like, a huge part of her, like, researching the oh, role and stuff. Oh, just unbelievable. Because it's really accurate. Like, what they play... Yeah. The, her dialogue to actual dolphins, they would understand what she's saying because it's that good. Yeah, and I think there's like even like Discovery Channel like documentaries about like the process, like behind the scenes and how many scientific advancements were made <laughs> and like people do start to communicate with 
dolphins after the release of the movie. Yeah, everyone's everyone's smoking, but they all have pet dolphins. Like, and we all, you know, or or just like go out. We live in harmony. Live in harmony. Yeah. And we actually start to save the oceans. Like this has a positive effect on global warming because we really realize, like, God, these ocean creatures are so important. And they're crying out for help. And there was a dolphin who was a woman. So like there's, you know, we feel a connection with it. You know, the woman yeah. and the dolphin. Now connection. we get it. Now yeah. we finally get it. She bridges that gap <laughs> <laughs> in the role of a lifetime. <laughs> and then should we go to um, the we wild? We got to get to Charlotte. We got to get to Charlotte. Yeah. Poor Charlotte. <laughs> we really have underserved her storyline. <laughs> She is having a great time in the Wild West. Like she, yeah, she runs a spittoon factory that you know with a Mary Steenburgen, and they're just having a just a great time in the old in the in the Wild West. Mm-hmm. And she is actually in. She has now gone back in time to 1885. Yes, yes. and um, it's. Very, I feel like it's like that movie Bad Girls, kind of the like. With Drew Barrymore, I haven't oh, seen yeah, it, but yeah, I, you yeah, know, yeah. I haven't seen that either. Yeah. It's like Sharon Stone and Drew Barrymore or yes. something, and they're yeah, just like yeah, yeah. bad girls in the West, right? Yeah, right, exactly. I kind of imagine like Charlotte's really learned how to be like a truly independent woman. Oh yeah, she's she's had to like she's had to she's mm-hmm. had to live on grain, and just like you know, and and uh, just you know, slop pigs and everything else that she's had to do. So she's had to be really she's had to be get really um, you know earthy it's kind of cold mountain yes, meets yes yes bad girls like where charlotte's out of her element at first but mary steenburgen comes in and she's like kind of the renee zellweger character who real talks her and shows her how to run a homestead yeah so mary steenburgen teaches her how to be rough mm-hmm. <laughs> classic mary classic typical steenburgen coming in there just so butch and just athletic and, and, and you know, um, just yeah. sturdy. And she wears dungarees the entire oh, time. And, like, <laughs> she won't wear no skirt. Yeah, like, she's and not. She, yeah, she drinks whiskey out of a pail with three X's on it. And it's just, like, mm-hmm. that's her drink, you know. Yeah. Great. So uh, there, so she's having a great time. What And then what, what happens to – I was thinking I had, like, before that like maybe because I was thinking of like weird diseases that Charlotte can have like she has some sort of that she overcomes them but like weird things like typhus typhus or like just things that she's that we don't know about like we can make up like um like dropped tongue or some like weird mm-hmm. you know weird things that you know you can you know um, where your tongue gets huge and just hangs just out hangs of your mouth <laughs> like a dog for for weeks weeks and, and it gets very dry and like tough like like leather <laughs> And it's like, it's such a chore. You have to constantly try to get your tongue back in your mouth. You have to roll it up. And Steenburgen is making like special pastes and like tinctures for Charlotte's tongue and like rolls it up at at night for her. And eventually Charlotte does overcome this tongue. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, totally. Um, And this is all like very whimsical in the spirit of Back to the Future 3. It's really kind of, it's not... um, well, I think the other parts of the movie are can get really scary and gritty. I think none of this is treated like at all um, with any seriousness. It's like it's just like, oh, you know, you got drop tongue. Yeah. 
oh well and then um it's the comedic relief right. that we need to balance out the other absolutely kind of, the slasher oh, the, film the miranda the part gritty. is so moving and so it's dark tear drinking yes very yeah and it's shot very like realistic like lots of handheld cameras yes. and has even like a different kind of color scheme yeah very like diving bell and the butterfly just like really you know mm-hmm. yes whereas this feels you know it feels almost like a like a like a fun 80s, like a Hubba Bubba commercial or like one of those like, you know, the West is, you know, it's it's very childlike for Charlotte. Yeah, I, think. I love it. And then and so Charlotte, as mm. she's like overcoming all these challenges with the help of Steenburgen, she's learning how to be just like a strong. She's kind of like going from being like a city girl to then like a really strong country girl. Yeah, just like just just um tough and tumble and like taking no prisoners and do so maybe her factory that she's running Mm. is going to get like all these like this gang of cowboys Mm. are gonna try and take it over and like fight her and marry and then like take over the factory Mm -hmm. they're like women shouldn't own businesses women need to be churning butter in the house and running the homestead (laughs) and she's like i didn't (laughs) almost like lose my tongue for you yahoos <laughs> and so you know and so yeah they they um they set up some sort of like uh maybe she even like got the dry tongue because early on in like a bar scene or something they were like why are you in the bar why aren't you behind the bar oh, and then yeah. and they gave her like some sort of drink to make her get this tongue some thing. sort of sarsaparilla that's just like that was yeah. so alcoholic and she just like sticks her tongue out cuz it's so was it so, dries your tongue right out. Right out. Her tongue just immediately <laughs> turns really dry and gets long and hangs out of her mouth. And they laugh. They laugh at her because she fell for the <laughs> classic trick of the West. <laughs> the old sarsaparilla trick. trick. You know, and they knew she's not from there. So they yeah, think that she's Mary, dumb. That's how, yeah, Mary was like, ah, oh, those guys. And then helps her out. And right. so then okay. she has a vendetta against, mm-hmm. against them for that. Okay, great. But those those are her enemies, kind of that she's fighting the whole time. Right, and so then, do, do when they do they come in there like disguised as businessmen, and and uh, and she like serves them drinks that like have some sort of counter effect, or do they come in there like cowboys? Maybe. Well, so is she running like a bar or a factory or like? I was saying like a. I just said like a. I said a what did I say? A spittoon factory, but it can be anything that she, yeah, maybe they come in and they're like, we want to buy your business or Mm. something Mm -hmm. like, and we have, we'll make you a great offer, but really like there is no offer and they're just going to do like a hostile takeover of some sort. Oh yeah. Cause they, yeah, they would use, they would, I've seen the Westerns. They would do that. They would come in and say, here's an offer and you either take it or you die. Like they're just like, we're Mm going to take over your business and give you $300 or you say no, we'll just shoot you. Like those are your options. Yeah, yeah. Either way, we're getting it. Yeah. And so I think Charlotte and Mary have to kind of prepare for a showdown. Mm. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of their climactic moment. Oh yeah, is- there's a really fun gunslinging, like like learning how to just shoot all kinds of old kinds of rifles, and it's rollicking. It's so fun to just watch them. Yeah. And it's a lot of the women that also, because I imagine that she's kind of like the original girl boss. So like oh, she yeah. employs all these women all at the, the factory the and they all are learning how yes. to like 
Yeah. Oh, I love They're that. They're all women that have like that have decided to take a different route in life yes. and they're going to work at this factory yes. instead of like staying at home and raising the kids. I love it. And you, that way you can have like prostitutes and you can have like, you know, people from other towns or just like people that are like out the outcasts, but they're like the heart of the movie. They like, everyone loves yes. them. And they're just like, yeah. And taking as it back. your business grows, other people, like other women from all these towns start hearing like, Oh, there's a place where we can like go work. Yes. And like, and so that's how her business gets really big. And now all the men are really mad because their wives or their <laughs> so mad. Uh, the prostitutes that they frequent at the saloons and flop houses are now all going to work at right. the factory and making money. Anymore. You're right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. Okay. So they're training and they're getting mm-hmm. ready to like fight like a showdown. Mm-hmm. And I think then do all the women's, climax moments like happen at the same time like as Carrie's fighting Freddie Miranda is escaping from SeaWorld Charlotte's fighting the Cowboys yeah and Samantha, Samantha is has, like, to, has to change has to have the whole Mrs. Doubtfire cost, costume switcheroo <laughs> I think it's yeah I think he's definitely like cutting in between like really to the point that it's confusing like <laughs> what world are we in but it it definitely needs to feel so manic that like they are all at the like at a crisis moment together. Yeah. And it's like, it's so action packed and like, it will take a real skilled director to pull it off. But I think it can be done. Oh yes. Like the Wachowskis, like, and they don't need to be like, yeah. And then you'll have, um, maybe Carrie sees in her dream. She sees what's happening with the others. Like she, like maybe she has a showdown with Freddie. I I definitely want to see a scene where she comes around the corner with a cigarette ready to blow Freddie Ray, but then Freddie comes around the corner and he has his, in his gloved hands, he has like just hundreds of cigarettes like in his hand yes. and he's smoking oh and he's God. like, you know, and he's, and he's <laughs> like, you know, like in the mood to puff or something like, I don't, you know, um, Jones in for a hit or something like that. And she's like, Oh shit. But just, she has these powerful lungs and she's in her, she's in her tutu from season one, by the way, just inexplicably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she inhales, blows him away. And then in this, in the smoke, she gets a vision of what the other three women are going through. Yeah. And she is like Miranda. And then it cuts to like Miranda with the other dolphins, like breaking, like trying to unlock, like Miranda's learning combinations to locks that, um, yeah. Like, the dolphins know the combination to the locks, but they don't have fingers. So, like, they've been watching the mm-hmm. employees all the years, and they, so they know what the combination is, but they speak to her in dolphin language. And she's and like... she had to learn English so right. that she could learn numbers again, <laughs> so she could push <laughs> exactly. the Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's been a long road back to English well, for her, but she gets there. She's got to get an Oscar for this, so it's worth it, mm-hmm. you know. And then she's going <laughs> to... So she... Yeah, so she's, like, punching, she's, like, punching the codes. And I think you see, like, alarms, security Mm -hmm. alarms start going off, or they trip the alarm, and, like, Dennis Quaid and the crew, they Mm -hmm. start running down with, like, machine guns to, like, shoot (laughs) at the dolphins. They're, like, they would rather kill them than let them escape. Oh, absolutely. And they're, like, they're machine guns. They're, like, they're full-on, like, assault rifles that they have. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, okay, great. Yeah, and they're shooting, and there's bullets just, like, going through the water. Like, the, the Wachowskis are definitely directing yes, this movie. Yes, yes, absolutely. And, like, 
as like bullets just cut through the water, like maybe like graze one of the dolphins, oh. but then that doesn't really kill them, but it's very like cinematic yes. and dangerous. Yes. And um, yeah, it like spins the dolphin out of orbit and like, and then, and uh, Miranda catches the dolphin mm-hmm. in the water and they have a moment, they look at each other and they realize the dolphin's going to be okay, but it's really precarious for them. Yeah. Everybody. And they, I think finally break free and does Beth, who's the, who's the love interest to Samantha or Miranda? It's or her, Beth, her one Beth ally. Armstrong. Yeah. Bess Armstrong. Wait, who is Bess Armstrong, she's, by the way? I was just going along with that. She's great. Really... She's in she's in a lot of like 80s movies. She was she's a you know, she's the lead in that movie and she's done a lot of like um I don't know okay. what she's been in lately, but yeah, she's Wait, I need to Google her just so I can picture her. She's really sure pretty, like, she's blonde. She was in a movie called High Road to China, uh around the same time with um with uh, Tom Selleck. Okay, yes, love. So she, maybe she decides to, she blows up, like has like a, a some sort of explosive device mm. or something mm-hmm. where she can blow up SeaWorld. Like she, one by one, like freeze, she goes and freeze all the cage Oh, yes. Animals. And there's the cages all And you come see up. like orcas. Yes. Yeah. The orcas are swimming out. And like and it's, dolphins are swimming. It's a out. beautiful moment. It's like a Lisa Frank sticker. It's just like these like pinks and, and you know and reds and purples all coming to life. And then fish are just, it's glorious. Mm-hmm. And they're all they're all gathered together. And Miranda's kind of leading the pack mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as like the dolphin. Yes, woman yes. And being like, come this way, but in <laughs> dolphin. <laughs> Perfect. And as SeaWorld, like, explodes, it's just, like, also an explosion of color that really does give it that Lisa Frank. Yes, yes. Color scheme. Yeah. And I think in that moment, we must go to Samantha. I think so, too. I'm feeling that, too. Like, does, is there a connection? Like, does Samantha see this on the news? Like, at the, we, we have to get through, we have to find out who she ends up with at the Jam Jam first I guess yeah so I think while this kind of during the storylines with other women Samantha has gone down to the a small southern town Mm -hmm. and she's really made a splash there yes and it's kind of like a two wong fu moment where the townspeople are like who is this big city woman (laughs) larger than life character (laughs) this sassy sexy broad And June is just like charming the pants off oh, of them. With one every by one. one of them. Yes, yes. But as in different wigs, so they all, all the townspeople, they don't realize that she's they, the they same don't realize person. It. So, they, so do they think three women have just moved? Yes, they do okay, think so three they women think have three moved. Three women to have town. moved to town that they can't tell apart, <laughs> but they, they're all big city women. Yes, so they okay. think, so, and I think this will tie it together. Towards the end when they do see like Miranda on the news and they're like, but wait, that woman has been in this town the right, whole time. Right, because one like, of them, she told us her name was Miranda and that's Miranda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because there can't um, be more than one Miranda. No, and they look so similar. <laughs> so it's very similar. confusing to everyone. Right, right. Perfect. Um, so, yeah, June's been dating each of these three men mm-hmm. as disguised as each of her three friends Mm -hmm. and i think on the night of the jam and jam 
it that also happens to be the same night that like Carrie's showdown is happening. Absolutely. Charlotte's of course. And Miranda's. Right. And mm-hmm. by the end is it like by the end of the jam and jam everyone knows that or does she pull it off? Does she pull off all her costume I think changes? it should be the reveal. I think she should win the jammy jam mm-hmm. as one yeah. of them. And then she okay. goes to get the, she goes to get the thing. And then James Earl Jones has to, he's the mayor. So he has to give her the, give her the crown. And then um, that's when in the audience, like, you know, maybe, oh, maybe he puts the crown on and her, and her wig slips. Yes. Okay. And then he's like, oh, and then underneath the wig is her other wig that when she's with Robert Duvall and he's in the audience, he's like, wait, but that's Charlotte or whoever Robert Duvall thought he was with, you know, whatever name that was. It is, mm-hmm. it will be very confusing because we'll have all three it's of them. It's a little and confusing, yeah. Samantha will be using the other three women's <laughs> names for her entire time. And Samantha's June Squibb. <laughs> so it's going to be a little confusing, but worth it. Yeah. And it's then, basically like kind of Inception. Right, <laughs> right. But once you get it, you get it. But it's the Wachowski, <laughs> so you'll get it, you know. And then, yeah. um, okay, so then, meanwhile, Gene Hackman is outside, and he has, like, he has a whole plan. He's like, if I blow this, you know, I, I, I can get, you know, get rid of everybody. Um, mm-hmm. But does he have, like, a change of heart? He looks in the window and sees, because he sees the wig come off, and he looks through and sees, the, like, oh, that was the woman that was going to help me. Does he, yeah, I'm like... I'm trying to think about how Jean like gets worked into this. Cause Samantha like inadvertently stops like a terrorist attack <laughs> right. on this yeah. town. Of <laughs> right. Maybe, yeah, maybe we just, we see them talking. She really like gets to know, like she realizes that he is in fact like much poorer than he gave off but she doesn't judge him for that Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. like she's like we all have we all have secrets right we all we all pretend to be someone we're not and she's really the only person in his life that's ever shown him that kind of grace Uh uh-huh like maybe after they've spent some time together and he's fooled her then she she comes across him just like randomly in his trailer outside of the jam and jam like while she's doing a costume change or something she's like is that you oh yeah yeah yeah, and yeah. he is trying to hide to her and then she's like you don't have you don't have to hide and you don't have to do this yeah and maybe that's when she unveils herself oh, to him okay. and she's okay. like i've been dishonest too and like and they have a very like a heart-to-heart conversation <laughs> in that moment while she's running between the other two. Like, there's, she stops yeah. and has that with him. Okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, stops and has that with him. And they really have... It's, like, a, such a tender moment. And then <laughs> she's, like... <laughs> and she's, like, I've got to get back into the jam and jam. Uh, yeah, I've got, it. I've got work Don't to do. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. Oh. And they kind of... And, like, and that's when he really is, like, okay. Mm-hmm. And maybe during their time together, he's told her about another passion of his. Mm. The, mm-hmm. And she's like, she's encouraging that. And he really does see via her like a different way. Right. To be like an artist or something. Yeah. She's like, your watercolors are beautiful. beautiful. And I I would, in fact, love to buy one. And like she. She and, helps him in that way. Yeah, yeah. She helps him. And maybe at that moment, she's like, I'd love to buy one. What do we say? The price is 
$5,000. And we know that's how much money he's stolen from her. Oh. And she kind of just like, and he's like, okay. And she, and then she's like, I'll give you a pass this time. Uh. Don't get crazy again. Like, and she just handles his transgressions in like a very forgiving manner. It's a beautiful moment about just, yeah, Yeah. forgiveness. And, Mm -hmm. you know. Forgiveness and just like under empathy and understanding. And what's $5,000, you know? Really a drop in the bucket for Sam Jones. Yeah, exactly. City girl. Mm -mm. (laughs) (laughs) And so I think he, instead of going about his plans to, you know, bomb this event, he (laughs) just goes back into his trailer and starts painting. Starts painting. He's, Mm -hmm. he's, he's, you know, we're always learning. So that's that's his journey. I love it. Yeah. So then she's kind of pulled off. So he's now, she doesn't have to worry about like fooling him anymore. Mm-hmm. And was she, who was she with him? Like which woman was she pretending to be with him? Oh, I think, um, what if she was Carrie with him? Okay. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Too. Okay. Yeah. Well, and, and so it's like, she's demonstrating like Carrie's kind of like open, open mindedness or like forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And then, like, with um, maybe with, like, James Earl Jones, she's more of, like, a Miranda. Like, she could be, like, that politician's yes, wife yes. and, like, strong right. presence, like, right. politically. And then with... Um, with um, um, Robert Duvall, she's Charlotte. Robert Duvall, she's Charlotte. Right. So just the loving, loving supportive Loving, sweet, wife. loves candy, loves supports him yeah. in that. Yeah, yeah. Learned how to make jam. Right. Yeah. (laughs) This movie really has something for everyone. Like, (laughs) it it has. It does. Elder people, really young people, fish lovers, smokers, everything. It's really (laughs) great. So, as Samantha's getting crowned for winning the jam contest, her Charlotte wig Mm -hmm. slips Slips off. off, and they realize it's been the same woman all along. And she gives a long speech about how hard it is to be new in a town. Mm-hmm. And that, and you find out that she misses her friends as well. And that she was like, I was these three because these, and she, she thinks they're dead. So she can be like, they all lost their lives in a plane. You know, so everyone just like, is like, we love you. We forgive you. You know, like, it's fine. Mm-hmm. You brought. You're a hero to us. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, and I think it maybe at that moment, actually, the FBI descend on Gene Hackman's trailer oh, and they they find him and bust him. And then he tells them, like, I was going to do it, but I didn't because of this amazing woman. Right. And then she Samantha becomes the town hero, yeah, the statue in town square. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's and, uh, and it's a statue of <laughs> June Squibb. In one wig, but she's holding two other wigs in each of her hands. <laughs> Just holding them kind of up. Or it's all three. It's her as all three oh. women with their arms around each other and her in each wig. <laughs> and I think she even, like, she manages to date, like, she dates James Earl Jones and Robert Duvall oh, at the yeah. same time. Oh, yeah. And they're, they maybe are in a thruple by the end sure. of the movie. Yeah, sure. and... <laughs> It's very advanced for this town. Absolutely, but they're they're ready for she, it. Yeah, she's a hero, and she now lives there full time mm-hmm. and is like a celebrated force. Mm-hmm. And but how, okay, so how do we get 
all the girls back together again. Well, if like, do we need to get all of them back together? I mean, again? I would. I mean, I think it's it would be great if we can find a way. I mean, there's one. You could have. I mean, you know, if, um, like they see it on the news. Like I was thinking, like if they if if somehow Samantha sees Miranda on the news, the Sea World story, mm-hmm. and then they're like, oh my god, that's Miranda, so that they can get back together. Yeah. Yeah. Like she can just, she can welcome. So Samantha can welcome Miranda and all the fish, all the dolphins into the town. So the town has like mm-hmm. dolphins now because they have like a local, they have like a local fun. It's a coastal town. Coastal it's a small town. coastal town. <laughs> <laughs> and so they're, they're together and they're like, oh, this is so great. But God, it'd be great. It, it'd be so much better. If we if, had. Uh, Carrie and Charlotte were here. Mm-hmm. And so then, how do we get Carrie and Charlotte there? Carrie, like, defeats Freddie. She she can leave the institution, right? Because mm-hmm. they're like, because yeah, they wanted her to leave. And out. now she's like, I've done it, you know? I've done it, and now I'm gone. Like, yeah. I've overcome these demons, and now, like, I'm out. And so I think Carrie, maybe the institution happens to be outside of that Tat, like as she emerges, we never knew she's it also until the in the end, area. It was really close by. <laughs> yeah, it was very close. Like she, and it's kind of like, yeah, like just like a small southern coastal town. Right, and then right. she sees on the news, like she, maybe she sees on the news, Samantha and Miranda have opened a wildlife sanctuary. Oh yes, great. And Samantha's with her two boyfriends and Miranda's like one with the dolphins and like the newscaster is like, it's an amazing story. Yes. And <laughs> Carrie gets a bus ticket and goes right to that. One way ticket. Mm hmm. And then Charlotte's the really tough one because well, she she's is trapped in time. She's in a different time. In 1885. She's in 1885. Yeah. <laughs> so she somehow has to get in the DeLorean and get back. But how does yes. she, how does she know? To do that. Okay. I think what, I think once Carrie is in this town and she and Miranda and Samantha have been reunited, they're out to brunch. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe Marty McFly or whoever was driving the DeLorean has somehow seen, uh, maybe there's a story like reunited after mm-hmm. what was mm-hmm. thought to be like a horrific death. Like oh, right. last year, the, Flight blah, blah, blah crashed in the Atlantic Ocean. And now two out of three of the women thought to have not survived have been found and reunited with their friend. And it's another news story. And Marty McFly happens to see these women being interviewed. And it shows a picture of Charlotte. And it's like, though they're happy to be together, they do still mourn the loss of their dear friend, Charlotte York. And that's when he says, oh, my God, like. I know what happened to this woman. So he room rooms over to this town where they are having brunch and they have a scene where he tells them like, I think I can get your friend back. And then they go, Marina goes, go get our girl. Oh yeah. And it's that, I mean, <laughs> if, if Cynthia Nixon hadn't already gotten the Oscar, that is the clincher. Mm-hmm. That's that moment. The, moment. the audience will cheer and, and yes. such excitement. They've been on an emotional roller coaster <laughs> over the course of this rough. movie. <laughs> they, at first, they thought all their beloved characters were dead. <laughs> <laughs> They've seen the, the 
brutal treatment of dolphins in captivity. Yes. And now they really get their moment, mm-hmm. their healing moment that they need. So he goes to get Charlotte and does she just get in with him or does she, does she have like a tearful goodbye with all her? Yeah. I'm wondering if like, you know, well she, like she saves the town from, you know, from she saves all these women's lives and they are like, they love her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they, I wonder, I'm wondering if she, does she like get in? Does she decide to, she's like, my work here is done. Like when she finds out, like does Marty McFly get like pull up and be like, you've got to get back to, yeah, maybe she like the town that she saved is now called like Girls Town, uh-huh. and it's just a town of women working together in harmony yes. and like living their best lives. <laughs> and like she is, it's all because of her. And when he pulls up and he's like, "We've got to get you to 2021," mm-hmm. she's like, "I don't know. Like, I can't. I don't. I can't leave I can't, this, is this my, town. This is, yeah, this is my destiny. This is my future. In and my everything." Yeah, and maybe Mary is like, "There's always more work that can be done." Mm-hmm. And you saved you saved all of these women. Now go save your friends, or like for, save your friendship, or now go save, save the world, save their hearts. Oh yes, and save the world. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and she's like, "I've got so then- I've got bigger bigger business bigger work to do. Mm-hmm. I've no more business here." Yeah. And they have a fun moment where they're like something with like their guns where they like swing them around oh, yeah. and like holster them. It's like how they just acknowledge each other. Oh, totally. Totally. Like the dolphins, how they talk to each other. It's like in the Wild West. Yeah. Just gun talk, just gun language. Turn your gun around and put it in the holster. <laughs> <laughs> Spin it around on a finger and do like a little and that's, move. You realize like that's, that's what she learned here. She learned a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so she gets in the car and I think pulls up in front of the restaurant where the other girls are and they're all reunited back yeah. together again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like they have they get together and they just start laughing. Like they just laugh mm-hmm. and laugh. Like it's just the <laughs> they they can't believe what they've all been through. It's so much so over the course things. of just one year. <laughs> So much has changed. <laughs> <laughs> also, I guess this would technically be like 2005 if we just ended. Oh, where, like, right, the last right, movie right, right, ended. You're right. You're... Or, or no, maybe the, was the last movie in 2005 or 2010? It's just 2011. So they have their work cut out for them. Right. Because we all know like what the future oh, is going to bring. Oh, yeah, there you go. There can be some yeah, like, little Easter they... eggs at the end about what happens in the future that we all know. You know, Yeah, Yeah, they're laughing. They're like, how could life possibly get any worse? I, exactly. Like, I don't think it could. And no, we're like, in America. It's 2011. Yeah. There's nothing that can get worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then I love it. It keeps the door open for the next installment. I mean, I mean, I can't wait for part four now. <laughs> Yeah, and this movie, it just, the impact is felt. I think Samantha's also, she wins a Golden Globe. June I think, Squibb. For best, yeah, June Squibb, um, best comedy performance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's so much comedy that she does in this movie, too. It's just, it's, yeah, it's a very it's a, funny. It's a real caper for yeah. her. Because <laughs> the, the, just the changing <laughs> of the costumes alone, and just, it's, oh, my God, just, it's going to be, it's going to be wild. 
June gets she gets like Vogue covers. Oh, and like yes. Hollywood Reporter roundtables oh. on comedy. Yes, and, and fashion becomes, and all of it. She's just oh yeah. She becomes you know even more iconic. Yeah, even more of a national treasure. Yes, yes. And it's just and, it's a beautiful um, what a god. I love this movie. I want to watch. I it. am in love with this too. I love what we made. <laughs> together and that we were able to get them back together because i was like how is that ever gonna where there's a will there's a way i think that's what we look when you make something good you know (laughs) you just know um what should we call this movie by the way oh wow sex in the city three what about um oh and this movie is in 3d right because it's part three yeah oh absolutely i guess we should like surround sound the yes. Dolby, like it, right. you, the real, the best viewer experience is like at the Chinese theater <laughs> or somewhere that really supports like IMAX. Okay. And with reclining, the seats technology. that can vibrate at times and like, you know, all of I it. I think we pump smells in at some <laughs> parts, like for every jam, <laughs> like there's jam smells, smells, smoke and Freddy. Fish jam. smells like ocean, like ocean smells, cigarettes. Tons smells. of fish smells. Yeah. yeah. Cigarette yeah. smoke. Yeah. It's, it's very experiential. City. <laughs> it's so geocentric city. city. <laughs> so, um, like, Sex in the City 3D. Oh, I love that. Okay, Sex in the City 3D. Um, beyond the Sea. Beyond the Sea. Oh, that rhymes. <laughs> Sex in the City 3D, Beyond the Sea. Yeah, I, I love like it that. Because you realize that they've actually been... They've been near the water the whole time, whether they realize they, it or not. And they ha- and it all kind of began yes. over the sea and yes. in the sea, and now we're moving beyond the sea yeah. in 3D. Yeah, <laughs> this is like, and it does just like it's like Avatar, but goes above and beyond even what Avatar could gross, oh. and grosses like a two billion. Oh, it's the first God. movie to ever gross two billion. Two billion dollars, and they immediately get seven sequels like ordered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there and now we start to build like an Avengers style universe mm-hmm. around not only these ladies, but each of their separate. Oh worlds sure, that they oh yeah, visited. Robert Duvall gets his own spinoff movies. At, you know, yeah, yes. James Earl Jones, the mayor Mary when the mayor comes to town. Right. Yeah, yes. like he Mary and the Western. There's a whole like West World kind yes. of thing that can yes. happen with that. Yeah, West and then in a the dolphin city. spinoff. Yeah, yeah. West West. <laughs> It's just about girls' town. Yeah, I just all in eighteen eighty five. Yeah, perfect. God, I love it. We're gonna be, we're gonna be billionaires. I can't wait Maybe to be rich. Trillionaires. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> Drew, thank you so much. Oh my God, thank for you for sharing this your vision on this podcast. I don't know. It's so I don't fun. Think I've laughed this hard in so long. So thank you for yeah, having. I was me. like crying. I needed it. Uh, me too. Uh, <laughs> God. Tell everyone where they can find you. Oh, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Drew underscore Drogi. Yeah. I love. Well, you know, until next time, I bid you all farewell and uh, I'll see you guys beyond the sea. Beyond the sea. (laughs) Bye. Friend of the Pod Productions. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.